I'm Jack Moylan, and you're listening to Let's Talk Business, a podcast geared towards young professionals served with a side of witty commentary. At Lutz, we rally around the mantra, make light, meaning be lighthearted, illuminate solutions, and create energy. We hope this episode will do just that. Let's make the complex simple. Welcome to another episode of Let's Talk Business. Today, we're going to talk about getting involved in the community and, and how it can help you know boost your career, probably mainly from a, a networking perspective. And so here with me is, is a great resource probably for this conversation. Let's audit shareholder and director of marketing and business development, Scott Carrico. Scott, do you mind telling us a bit more about yourself and, and what you do here at Lutz? Sure, you bet. So Scott Carrico, I've been here 24 years, a long time. I started when I was really, really young. It is a long time. Yep. So started originally, you know, doing the audit and tax uh, work. Uh, we were, I think I was employee 37 or 38 really? here. So we kind of did it all. You did audits during the day and came back and did tax work at night. So fast forward about 15 years and had moved up to audit shareholder at that point. And then uh, they approached me and, and asked me if I wanted to head up marketing business development for the firm, just to have somebody who is a little more, you know, uh, in the know work with the uh, marketing department and kind of be that go between the partner group and the, and the marketing department. So I've been doing that for about Probably about six, seven years. Nice. Yep. Awesome. Where, where'd you go to school? So I went to University of Kansas. Okay. Rock Chalk Jayhawks. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. yeah. Did you grow up in Omaha though? Or did you I, grow I up did. Yeah. Okay. So my family was originally from Kansas. They moved here the year I was born. My dad worked for the University of Nebraska at Omaha. Okay. So I, I grew up here ever since I was born. Awesome. So, awesome. Yeah. Well, cool. Well, I mean, obviously this makes a lot of sense why we're talking to you today kind of, and initially when I thought about the topic, I thought it was more community involvement, charity, nonprofit, volunteering, but this is more of just getting involved in in the community and in whether it's interprofessional groups or different ways that you can kind of get your, get your face out there and I think build your network. And so what are some ways that you've done it and what are things that people should maybe consider to try and get their Get their name out there, network. Yeah. Yeah, I think the biggest thing is just to kind of start slow mm-hmm. and, and start getting involved anywhere you can. You know, it's it becomes a little easier when you have kids and there's a lot of different sports activities and things. But when you're younger, you're obviously, especially here, pretty busy mm-hmm. learning learning your trade and, and keeping busy so you don't have a ton of time to do it. But little things, you know, church groups, Things you're already doing, try and turn those into kind of networking activities. Sure. You know, a big thing is to keep in touch with people you went to school with, whether it's high school or college, going to lunch once a, you know, once a month, once a quarter, right. just to keep in touch with those people and, and really work on talking about what you do for business, what our company does. Sure. The more practice you get kind of, kind of, you know, talking through it, I think the better you get there. So what, I mean, what did you do early on, I guess, because, you know, before you had kids, well, I guess, because how, how old are your kids? So my kids are actually have uh, 19 and 15. Okay. So 19 and 15. Yep. Got it. So yep. you would have had a handful of years before you had kids when you were working. I mean, what, yep. what's something that you can do as a young professional before maybe having kids that, that, that you know, you can help you network? Yep. Yeah. There, there's some groups out there. I think when I first started, I think the second or third year I joined BNI, which okay. is Business Networking International. So it's a it's a group where you go. I think it's lunch once a month you go to it and you, everybody takes turn getting up and talking about what they do and sure. kind of sharing referrals. I know a bunch of people around here are involved in Centersphere, okay. which is a similar group. You know, Again, like I said, alumni is, is always a huge thing either at your school, attending those events 
church groups, mm-hmm. just kind of getting out there. And I think not enough people give enough detail when they're saying, you know, what do you do? Sure. I, I hate when people say, hey, I'm a CPA. It's like get, get a little more detailed in that yeah. and really talk about what you do. We're, we're lucky that we have a very exciting company that we work through that's, you know, we call it a business solutions firm. So mm-hmm. there's there's a lot of different things to talk about and really Absolutely. try and make yourself a little more interesting. <clears throat> it kind of feels feels like you're cheating when you're talking to people and, and explain what Lutz does because we do so many things that we could do work for anybody that has a, I mean, not even just, you know, businesses, nonprofits, everything. Yep. Right. So it's kind of fun to be able to throw those out there. Everyone's got technology. Everyone's got money and needs to manage that. Right. I mean, yeah. so it's, unfortunately everybody has to pay taxes. Yeah, right. Exactly. <laughs> so did you in that, that BNI group, is that, how long were you a part of that? So I was probably in that for three or four years. Okay. Um, did you get of, any business leads out of that? Or? A, a little, not a ton. I mean, right. that was, that was kind of, it was younger and it was a lot of like, I'd call it real estate agents and, okay. and just smaller businesses or smaller 1040 clients Okay. That, that, you know, we still do some of that work, but we gravitate a little bit more towards the, the business owners and the business clients. From there, I think I went into Vistage, okay. which is another local group that's more of the business owner type. Sure. And I have, I've gotten uh, plenty of referrals from that. Have you? That's yeah. awesome. Yeah. I was going to yeah. say, is that, was there a time, a time period where you felt like it really started to take off as far as you know, referrals, leads, and your network, and you really felt well, you're like, holy smokes, this is really yeah. clicking. Yeah, it's it's unique. You know, I guess I, that's probably one of the most important points is just to kind of stay with it. Yeah. It takes a long time. You always use the analogy of planting seeds. Mm-hmm. You know, you're planting seeds, and it takes a long time before a tree actually grows and, and puts some fruit out there. I mean, right. it could be a good three to five to seven year process till you really get a big enough network. A lot of times it's being the right age and right. having friends or acquaintances that are the right age that are now decision makers. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it, it could take a while. And for me, it was probably a good five to seven years before I truly got some good referrals. The other thing that we we talk a, a lot about in the partner group is you could have one year where you get a ton of referrals and you're not really doing anything different than you did the last five sure. years. It just kind of pops. Yeah, right. And the next year you don't get any. So it's right. just a matter of the consistency. Right. Really being out there and making sure people know what you're doing. Well, and you have no you have no control over when someone's going to need something. Yep. Right. So the, the only thing you can control is, like you said, plant those seeds, plant them early on and, and foster those too. I mean, you can't just you know, meet someone one time and expect that to turn into a lead or referral to your point about trying to have a a lunch every month. I mean, it's, it's kind of, it's hard to, you know, put that time in your calendar. I guess it's not, you just forget to do it. You do forget to do it. Yeah. Unless, unless you really make it front of mind and say, give yourself a goal, like any other goal you'd set for the year. Hey, we're starting out a new year here. I want to do a once a month, you know, take somebody out to to lunch, to to network and kind of educate them about what you do. I think the other thing there too is, is being curious about what mm-hmm. they're doing mm-hmm. and showing people that you're interested in what they do. Right. So it kind of goes both ways and then they're that much more willing to kind of learn about you as well. Well, that, and that's been something fun too, that, you know, is I think another advantage of, of Lutz and what we do is helping refer people to our clients, right. And helping them grow their business through our network. Yep. And that's all, I mean, Obviously, it's a blast to bring on a new client or be, you know, get a lead and, and, and bring in some business. But connecting two businesses that, that we are their mutual connection and, and then they 
work together. That's super fun, I think. Yeah, no, it's huge, and, and that's a that's a big plus with us being such a large or, large organization with yeah. uh, lots of different business lines as we do. Yeah, I think it's you know somewhere around ten thousand plus clients that we work with. So we've got a pretty big network of of people to cross refer, like you said. Well, and it's it's starting to get really weird for me because, you know, I've got X number of, of clients where I'm the point of contact down in tech. And it was just the other day, someone stopped in to get a keyboard or a mouse or something. And and I was like, just, I asked if they had a, a, a wireless keyboard or a wired keyboard. And she said, well, I'll just go grab something. We've got a pile of stuff I can pick from. I was like, just swing by, come grab one from me. I've got a wireless keyboard and mouse that you can grab. I mean, I want you to have something good, right? Yeah. We're getting a new computer. Let's have some good peripherals and stuff on it too. And she, she came by and, and I got talking to her and she's actually the mom of a couple of people that also run businesses that are clients of ours. That work with, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's a small world. Yeah. I mean, it is. There's there's a lot of different people that we touch. And yeah. It's, it's fun. Well, and it, it, it helps you remember that all right, it's, I got to be on when I'm out, you know, it's maybe you're grocery shopping or going to church, like you said, or going to a high school game or something. I mean, this town isn't that big. No, it's not. And you, and you really do see it. That's, you know, when I was talking about once you have kids, that's a really great opportunity. And, you know, you obviously want to have your downtime and your free time and enjoy your kids and those mm -hmm. types of things as well. But if, if you really know what you're doing and you're good at it and pay attention, you can kind of mix both worlds. Mm -hmm. And, you know, when you're sitting at a sports games, if you're talking to another parent, be curious, ask them what they do, tell them a little bit about your business. And it's yeah. just, you know, it's a, it's another way to kind of spread your network. Yeah, no, absolutely. What do you do now at, at this point in your career? You know, obviously, you know, being the director of marketing and business development, I'm sure that it's changed a little bit how you network. And I know you've kind of alluded to it a little bit with your kids and, and their involvement, but is there anything... Yep. Is there anything, has, has it changed in some way that, that it's now different than what you used to do? To it, it is, it is. Yeah, I mean, I think I've done a good job over the years developing. I've got probably six to seven really good, you know, guys that I, guys mm -hmm. or gals that I network with that we do a good job of really keeping keeping up to date with what the other people have going on. Got it. And making sure we're connecting. We try and connect at least once a quarter. Are these um, friends? Yeah, I would say you know, they're I mean, professional friends. Yeah, I mean, they didn't start out that way. They were more just kind of, you know, another attorney that I had worked with a bunch. Got that it. We've okay. kind of were working on common clients. So we'd start <clears throat> having lunches every now and then. And just over the years, we've worked together so much that we have developed a, a friendship as far as well as a professional relationship and that we really do a good job of, nice. hey, if, we're, if I'm chasing somebody and I know, you know, I'll throw that out to my network of my four or five people that I that right. I network with a lot and we've really taken it to the next level to where we're really helping each other and and consciously looking out for each other and seeing you know what what's out there so did you identify each other as as you know a people that you trust but but people that you value in terms of of your product or your service or wherever but then also had the same desires of of growing business and yeah. bringing on so it's you kind of feel like you all have the same goal right I mean, definitely and i think you know when you're talking about one, working on common clients together, two, you know, having lunches three or four or five times a year and maybe, you know, going to some networking events together. It's common interest as well. Yeah. You know, your kids might be similar ages or you right. might both be into golf. I mean, it's finding those people that you really can relate to and, mm -hmm. and have a good relationship with. But obviously the most important part is that you can have a good working relationship and you know they'll take care of your clients as, as well as you will. 
Right. Well, and that's, that's, I think, key right there is if you find someone that values your client service as much as you do, yep. right? Keeping that person close, knowing that you can send people to them and they're going to be happy because not only do clients like it when we take care of them, but back to our initial, you know, we mentioned connecting clients with other clients or people that have services when they go to someone that does a really good job too. That's always fun. Yep. Yeah, no, definitely. And I think, you know, it, it's nice now, the last three or four years, we've started to kind of actually train some of the younger folks. We have a business development masterclass that we nice. take them through. You know, we do a ton of technical training. I, you know, we're required to have 40 hours on the CPA sure. side right. a year. And really in the past, all that's been geared towards, hey, technical, how do you do this audit? How do you do this kind of tax work? Well, really, we've tried to work in six to 10 hours of the soft skills, the sure. networking skills. You know, how do you present a service? How do you ask somebody who do they use for their CPA? So we've really done a good job lately teaching those skills a lot younger. Right. You know, in the past, you kind of made it to manager level and it's like, okay, you're, you're expected to go out and network. Well, right. Nobody, you know, some people it's natural to, but a lot of people that doesn't come natural to us. So I think... You know, thinking about it at a younger age, mm-hmm. perfecting it on your friends, perfecting it on your family members is mm-hmm. really where you get good at it so that when you're really serious about it, it's it comes natural. I've been extremely fortunate with people that I've been surrounded by, you know, s- surrounded with through my parents just because they're, you know, they're all, you know, leaders in, in their fields and their respective fields. And so I'm able to have, you know, very, very easygoing conversations with these people and in, in learn how to ask someone who they use for, you know, certain businesses. I mean, I, I'm not saying I'm good at it, but I just, I'm fortunate that I've been able to play cards with someone and ask who does their audit. Yeah. Right. No. And it's, it's huge. And again, that's, that's good and bad. I know when I started, you know, I was, I was out on calls with most of the partners that mm-hmm. were really good at it. Cause you had to be, cause we, yeah, were right. that, we were that small that they always took us, you know, along on those calls and it was, you know, there were some really, really good people, the Greg Boulet, the Ron Nebbia, you know, sure. the Mark Duran. Those guys were really good at it, and I got to sit in, sit in meetings and see them do that. Mm-hmm. You know, we've gotten bigger, so you lose a little bit of that because mm-hmm. we've got so many employees. But hopefully this business development, you know, training and some of those things make up for that. Yeah. But the biggest thing is just to not sit there and be a bump on a log in those meetings to really pay attention and listen mm-hmm. and see kind of, okay, how are they relating? How do they have tough conversations with people? Cause you right. can learn a lot there and trying to kind of interject a little and, and be a part of the conversation. Right. Yeah. It, uh, one thing I think is always fun to see is, you know, experiencing a conversation like that, it's just the honesty, right? Sheer honesty, right? It's, it's not this, there, there's no smooth way of saying it or jumping into the conversation. So maybe this would be how I typically maybe jump into it is, is just call attention to it. Like, yeah, you know, I know we would love to sit here and talk and BS all day, but it's time to talk yeah. some business, right? Yeah. No, that's true. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You got, you got to get down to business at some point. Yeah. I mean, there's a, there's a natural flow to it. Obviously yeah. you want to start and connect with them personally and ask mm-hmm. them how they, you know, how they're doing and those types of things. But then, yeah, right. you know, usually people understand and appreciate that you're, you're honest with them, that you know that there's some type of business discussion that you want to have. And, you know, you can, you can outline that out and it works out well. Well, and it even, you know, I, my, my, I'm getting practice with it on current clients and, and current services and things like that. And so, which, which I, so before Lutz, I sold freight for a little bit for a 3PL in Denver. And, you know, that having to sell new business without understanding the business was, that was really difficult for me. Yeah. I, cause I, I'm very much, uh, 
I got to get in, get my hands dirty and understand something and work with it and mess with it and feel like I have a certain level of understanding before I can go out and convince someone to use it, yep. buy it, right? And definitely, so definitely. That was a really hard process for me to have to sit back and, you know, it's like, well, you're, you're in sales, you got to go sell stuff, right? So go sell stuff and figure it out later. But so being here now and understanding our current clients and the sales process internally has been has been really really fun so i'm excited at some point you know i it, it'd be it'd be very fun to try my hand at new business and now we've got kurt downstairs yeah i mean he's awesome yeah he is great he is great yeah you're i mean very similar to kind of what you just said you know i don't look at myself as a salesperson right. really the way i look at it the way i tell people to look at it is you know sales are tough people don't like calling on people and asking for their business right I really say, and I truly believe this, I think we are the best business solutions firm. The, you know, the five divisions we have, I think we're awesome at it. We take really, really good care of our clients mm -hmm. and I love helping people. Right. So I would say, why wouldn't you want to help somebody else out if they're with another accounting firm, if they're with another technology, let them know what we can do for them and how yep. we take care of clients. And that's, that's going to only help them. Yep. You know, you're not putting them out. You're not asking them to buy something that, that they don't want to buy. Right. Or they don't need. They right? don't need. Yeah. Obviously, I mean, they need it. That's yeah. the, the, I can't tell you how it, 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 I mean, again, it feels like you're cheating when you're selling someone that, selling someone something that they, that they need, right? That they, A, they need it for their business and B, they're going to enjoy it for their business, right? Now, Sometimes you got to work through the process. Like I know that's going to be, you know, a little bit of a painful process here yeah. to start, but at some point you'll you'll see the see the light at the end of the tunnel, and then you won't even look back. But I had a conversation recently with with a client just talking about you know, general rates, and and rates are never a fun conversation to have. Nope. And so it was. Uh, I just said it like that. Like, hey, this isn't really a fun thing to talk about, but we have to, right? And they, I think they really valued that that approach of saying, yeah. yeah, well, I guess it is. They appreciate it. You know, most people we work with are business <clears throat> owners and they get it. They're facing the same issues in their business. So, right. you know, as long as you're upfront and, and, you know, discuss it with them. Yeah. They, they understand it. So I, I'm still curious about this group, you, you know, your group of uh, your, your network, because you mentioned that it was about, you know, I don't know, five to eight people or so. Yep. I think that's pretty interesting because that seems like when you talk to someone about a network, I don't know, maybe I'm have a misconception, but it seems like it has to be 10, 15, 20, 30 people. But did you ever at one point sit down and identify, okay, these are the people I need to focus on as, as part of my network? Or was it a more of a natural evolution? It was more of a natural evolution. Okay. I mean, I, you know, you know, when I, when I moved into the kind of the, the business development role, obviously my, what I needed to do and what I needed to produce changed from sure. when I was just a regular production person. Mm -hmm. So I did have to get a little more aggressive on finding those people that are out and about doing a little more kind of networking than what, networking than what I had in the past. So I really gravitated towards people, you know, that I knew were out there that were active, mm -hmm. that knew me, that were willing to, to, you know, go out on a limb and, and right. introduce me to people and recommend us. So that kind of led me into the, the group I'm in now. Right. Well, and, and I'm sure also finding a group of people that know different groups of people than you, yep. right? Because I feel like it's easy to get, it's easy to stay within your, within your comfortability, you know, your comfortable network that you have. And it's like, well, okay, well, how do you, how do you expand that? Right. That's the, that's the key is, how, you know, I don't go, go join a, country club in a part of town that we don't really have much of a, you yep. know, like it wouldn't do much, I think, if I went out and joined Shadow or something. Right. Yeah, no, it is nice. There's something to be said about, you right. know, get, getting into a, a new 
group or a new area that, that mm-hmm. you find some people that maybe we haven't touched before. Yeah, right. Yeah. Exactly. I mean, and, and that that'd be something that'd be interesting to kind of see where people belong, even on that level, or where they send their kids for high school. And I'm not saying I'd send my kid. I don't. Shit, I don't think <laughs> Hannah would let me send my kids somewhere so that I could work yeah. on business networking. <laughs> Good luck there. Yeah. Huh? yeah. Well, what else? What other ways? Uh, any other any other tips that you have for people that are you know, wanting to grow their network. It's such a, it's such a buzzword, but at the same time, it is so, so important to, to build it. So how, I mean, yeah. any other tips? I think just the biggest thing is just putting forth the effort. Yeah. You know, I mean, most people get busy and then they mm-hmm. just kind of get busy being busy and all of a sudden another year goes by and, you know, they didn't make any more connections. They didn't add to. So taking little pieces and saying, hey, how can I once a month take somebody new out either right. it's you know and if you're looking for somebody if it's internal or and you're looking for somebody to connect with ask me ask mm-hmm. one of the partner group we have tons of different attorneys and insurance companies and bankers mm-hmm. that we work with mm-hmm. and there's always younger people that are starting at those places that are looking to do the same thing right so there's no shortage of hey i can't find anybody to to, to go out to lunch with that's new right we can find you somebody yeah, right. it's just a matter of putting making a priority putting in the effort. Yeah, you know, right. Everybody's got to eat lunch. We're willing to pay for you to go out and take these people out and network with them, make it a priority. Well, and I think that's key thing too, right? I think I think anybody that that runs a business around town, if a younger person in their company said, "Hey, you know, will you ex- can I expense lunches?" I don't know if I if I've ever met anyone around here that would say no. Right. Right? Yeah, I mean, that's yeah. so sometimes people just cuz it's not part of your job description doesn't mean you can't be out taking people to lunch and doing that. And in fact, I was just talking to someone downstairs, you know, we'll have a presentation here soon. And I think it'd be smart for us to take them out to lunch and just do it that way. Instead, I haven't really done the lunch thing when presenting a project to, to someone. I think that'd be a good, yeah. good way to go about it. No, it's good. It's good. I mean, there's some conversations obviously that you can't have over lunch. That yeah. Are a little more personal and you know, right. maybe you have to go through some numbers and things, but most of the time, if you're just doing general networking, you can, you can usually do it over lunch and, you know, like I said, everybody's got to eat lunch. So you're not taking extra time out of their day. They're, you're just kind of making good use of that time. What do you think about the chamber? Get involved with the, the Omaha chamber. Yep. You know, Omaha chambers are great. There's a lot of lo- local chambers and rotary clubs. Yeah. I mean, I think there's, there's a ton of different areas. Right. You know? there, there's, if I had to go through and name them, there's probably 15 to 20 good, you know, places you could, you could join. Right. I think the other big thing that I've done is, Hey, Go try a bunch of them. Don't sure. think, hey, if one didn't work, none of them are going to work. All of them have a little different feel to them. So go out and see who you connect with best. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a matter of, of trying. A lot of it's being willing to put yourself out there a little bit too. Yeah. You can't show up to one of these things and be the quiet person in the in the corner. Right. You got to be willing to talk and kind of share what you do and, yeah. and what you're looking for. Yeah, absolutely. So, yeah. Cool. Well, anything else that you want to leave the listeners with? No, I think the, the biggest thing is just kind of look at what you're currently involved in. You know, everybody, you know, around here went to a university as an alumni of somewhere. Right. They're an alumni of their, their high school group. You know, they're probably a member of the church or somewhere else. So you don't have to go and, hey, I have to go join something new or go search something out. You kind of most of the time can take what you're already involved in and take it a little step further. Mm-hmm. Join a board, join you know a committee, and start. You know everybody lives in a homeowners, you know a neighborhood. There's yeah, a homeowners right. association. You know there's there's plenty of different areas to get involved in. It's just a matter of making it a priority. Cool. Well, let's let's do this again. But thank you. Yeah, that was great. Thank yeah. you. you bet.
You've reached the end of another episode of Let's Talk Business. Be sure to subscribe, rate, and review our podcast on your podcast app, Spotify, or iTunes. Thanks for listening, and don't forget to make light.